welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. We're coming to you live today. And um, I don't know about you, but that song always puts me in such a good mood. The Beatles really like caught that one. <laughs> um, I like it too. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, so today, Sharon and I thought it would be supportive to dive a little bit into um, a concept in Ayurveda that the way they look at the seasons, and today we are, at least in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're listening from that angle and, and that place, uh, we are in the season of Vata. Uh, and winter tends to start out in the season of Vata and then move into the season of Kapha. We're going to focus on Vata today to not overwhelm the listener <laughs> um, and to make this supportive of where you may find yourself in this moment uh, in a place where winter is prominent. Uh, and the word Vata, V-A-T-A, -A, uh, simply means the two elements of space and ether alchemizing or coming together to present itself. And um, the seasons in nature reflect also the seasons in people's lives uh, from an Ayurvedic standpoint. And um, But for the moment, we are really going to hone in on how it shows up seasonally in the macrocosm in the world and, um, and how winter reflects these elements of space and air presenting prominently on the landscape. And then... <laughs> I was going to say, for those that aren't sure exactly what we're speaking about, mm -hmm. um, I wanted to highlight that it's it's part of the doshic makeup of an individual, but it also relates to seasons. It relates on so many additional levels where we'll be talking about the vata. So we might be talking about our own individual makeup. We might be talking about something, you know, the elements out in nature. And so that term, the Vata, is used interchangeably just so people understand that we use it uh, as a, it, we use it in ways that are applicable to many different perspectives. Absolutely. And the why this is important. So, mm -hmm. yes, as Sharon says, um, basically, from an Ayurvedic standpoint, everything is made up of five elements space and air, or ether and air are the more subtle elements. And then it moves into fire, water, and earth. So everything people are made up of these five elements. Everything you see in the world is made up of these five elements from this viewpoint. And why it's important to understand um, the season that we're in is because it can help you in Ayurveda, like attracts like, or like increases like and opposites balance. So if we understand the quality of the season we are in, and that is showing up more prominently in your body or in your world, you can use the opposite quality to start to balance and harmonize the quality that is being overdone in you or leading you to an imbalance. Um, which I find really exciting. It's such common sense. It's beautiful wisdom. And it's something that is super tangible. So with that being said, let's talk for a minute, Sharon, about <laughs> the qualities that are more prominent in winter or the season of Vata 
that people might also, if they tend toward more elements of space and air within them, if they're more of a vata dosha or a vata constitution, might also say, oh yeah, I see more of that in me and it gets highlighted or exasperated or out of balance this time of year. And what can I do to help myself be more in balance? Because the primary um, invitation when we're in this, I mean, anytime, but when we're in the season of Vata is to bring in routine. And we'll talk more about why. So stay with us for a few beats here and have an open mind and be curious as we open this conversation a little further. Go ahead, Sharon. What Tell us some of the qualities of the Vata nature. Um, well, <laughs> I actually, the way I was going to start is that um, if I've got somebody that comes in and is, is talking to me and they are saying, oh, I feel um, like my thinking is really scattered mm -hmm. or um, my skin is so dry mm -hmm. um, or my breathing is erratic or I have muscle spasms. Mm -hmm. um, all of those things, depending on the person, are things that could be indication that their vata has been, you know, irritated or um, disturbed or high, disturbed or high. And so if that person sitting in front of me is, is in the Vata time of their life, you know, those, those of us that the are wisdom my, years. yeah, the wisdom years, my age and up for sure, a little bit behind me too, but, um, <laughs> but if they're in that time of life and then they also have um, quite a bit of Vata in their doshic makeup, and then say, for instance, they got on an airplane and went up in the air. All of those things are telling me, all right, I think that the way I would look at this for them to help them is to balance with the opposite. So I would say, well, what are you eating for breakfast? Are you eating dry food? Are you eating airy food? Like what if during this time of year we ate something um, that that is like oatmeal that's warm and dense and some oil in it. And then your skin starts to be, uh, feel like you can hold the moisture a little bit better. So while I'm not breaking down the exact qualities for you, I wanted to give uh, You're giving a an, an illustration yes. of how we might see Vata in a person or how it might present in their life, especially if it's highlighted with their age and stage of life and the season mm -hmm. and their activities maybe have more air and ether in them. So let, so I'm just gonna highlight for our listeners the qualities that you'll find when Vata is more present. You'll find dryness, lightness, cold, rough, subtle, mobile, and clear. So these are qualities that describe the Vata dosha, the Vata season, Vata activities. So like flying in an airplane, um, that's a cold, airy, spacey experience that is highly mobile, um, can be rough with, you know, uh, turbulence. Uh, it's a light, like not like it's a lightning, like light experience instead mm -hmm. of a heavy. And so when I fly in an airplane, 
I'm conscious on the other side of it. I might need to oil my body more. I may need to eat um, something that is easier on my digestion so I can digest it with a little bit more ease and grace. Uh, I So I'm balancing dryness with oily. I'm grounding myself. I might need a heavy blanket to sleep that night instead of that light, airy feeling. Um, I may need like something more smooth instead of like rough, right? And something more dense and grounding and heavy to help me rebalance that activity. Right. Or even if you're lucky enough to be in a location where it's warm, even running outside with bare feet and just grounding on the earth, like right. your toes into whatever beautiful location that's mm-hmm. outside of the Northern hemisphere that's freezing right now. It's <laughs> true, right? Mm-hmm. And so because of the mobile, um, scattered, spacey, airy nature of Vata, if we were to give our listeners a key word of like, how do I work more skillfully with this energy? Because that's really what it is. It would be routine or ritual. And so what are some like routines? We do them all the time. We're always doing routines, whether we're conscious of them or not. Like every morning you do a routine, every evening you do a routine. And as I've studied Ayurveda and worked with Ayurveda with people and myself, and I know same with you, Sharon, I become more and more aware that let's make those AM and PM routines or ritual times of day when the sun is rising and the sun is setting and our consciousness is shifting and our energies are shifting count for us Mm -hmm. because sure we can get up and do the same old, same old thing without awareness, but it could be what is leading us more into an imbalance. Absolutely. Just the routine. Yeah. The routine itself is grounding. Right. So having a routine and sticking to the routine is bringing you back down into your body. It's bringing, it's grounding your energy um, and keeping you on a forward path as opposed to having scattered attention. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not quite sure what you did this morning and it doesn't feel like it was good, but it didn't feel focused. Yeah. And it can be really hard this time of year if you tend toward more um, space and air within you to, um, to, to stick to a routine. It can be challenging to stick to a routine. So I want to give a lot of compassion out there to people as you start to think about this, because as you look at the landscape that we're in, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, where there is winter expressing itself, you'll see more dryness. You'll see more, like things are light, they're harder to ground. Like, you know, you'll see things blow across the landscape more easily, almost like tumbleweed if you are um, in a drier place location. It's colder, Um, it's rough, the snow becomes kind of packed if you have snow where you are. The energies become more subtle and more mobile, like things are constantly shifting. And the landscape is clear, like you're not seeing all the foliage in the trees, like things are, you're seeing the the dry um, 
and everything has let go and kind of gone underground at this time. Yeah, and I think I think one of the aspects that I see related to that most often is the fear and anxiety and folks aren't even sure why they have so much anxiety or fear or, you know, like I said before, like muscle spasms or something going on with the electrical body, you know, um, where there's sciatica is big this time of year. And yeah, that's a lot of movement. Right. So Vata, you know, can show up in the nervous system. It can show up in people's mental constitutions. Like it's more erratic, more mobile, um, fear and anxiety can be more present and to, you know, if we think, if we unpack fear and anxiety, it's scattered energy, right? It's mm-hmm. honing in and paying attention to what you don't want. And at times, it's good to be aware of what our fears are or what causes anxiety in us. But then we don't want to stay there. We don't want to drive that energy deeper. We want to have an antidote, which... Um, if you're feeling scattered, you want to kind of come back into some boundaries, some grounding, putting your feet on the earth, if you can, um, putting a heavy blanket on, wearing heavier grounding clothes, uh, giving yourself a self-body, you know, massage in the morning or in the evening. Or a warm cup of tea with that, you know. A warm cup of tea with that. Um and with every practice, with every ritual that you do, whether it's what you eat, what you drink, how you are um, caring for yourself in the morning or the evening, there is the initial response that your body and mind and spirit will have. So like cause and effect. And then there's the echo of that later in your day. So uh, I know during this season for me, having a lot of coffee regularly isn't in my best service because the echo of it six hours later is that my nervous system will be more erratic and I'll feel less grounded. So I have to be more intentional about maybe drinking tea or limiting how often I have the taste of coffee in the Vada season instead of every day, maybe it's a couple of times a week. Well, and also, even with that, um, if you if you go the other side of things, and it's not necessarily what you're putting in your body, but your your mindfulness, like, are you taking some time out for peaceful mind? Are you mm-hmm. meditating? Mm-hmm. Um, are you taking uh, different parts of your day to perhaps journal or any of those mindfulness practices? Mm-hmm. Obviously, yoga with Elizabeth would be fantastic. I would <laughs> love to have you. <laughs> um, but I think those, uh, you know, if, if if you don't have a connection with the food necessarily, or those are things that you're already doing, mm-hmm. um, but yet you still feel scattered, um, then the mindfulness really comes into play, in my opinion. That's something that's really helped me um, where when the Vada gets especially out of whack during a certain time of year for me, uh, the more time that I can spend um, in that mindful practice, the more grounded I feel, mm-hmm. more balanced I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because lots of times I think a lot of people absolutely are drawn to the foods that 
their body will tell them, mm-hmm. you know, I'm craving something uh, that is very balancing. Uh, but then there's the piece we forget, you know, so those people that are very uh, schooled in mindfulness practices may not necessarily be paying attention to the fact that they're eating a, you know, a cold salad with dry crackers for lunch. And so they're thinking, well, I'm meditating all this time. Why do I still feel up in the air? Well, then the grounding food and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it, you, yeah, you bring forward um, some beautiful illustrations around that. Cause I think the whole point of what we're inviting both ourselves into, but also those who are listening is that we're doing routines always routines help ground and pacify vada and that dry light cold rough subtle mobile clear quality that is prevalent in the northern hemisphere where winter is expressing and when our body knows that we will routinely rest it feed it move it find ways that we can de-stress, practice mindfulness or meditation, you know, connect up in whatever way that works for you. Our body can stay in the state of self-healing. And those six pillars of yoga that I just listed, we have um, a whole show on it from earlier on in our episodes. So feel free to go back and listen to that more intently. But it tells our body, hey, we're going to take care of you. And even in this, you know, delightful season of Vata, we got you. And it's not, and when the body knows that that the person inhabiting it is going to take care of it with some gentle, beautiful ritual routine, and it doesn't have to be big. It can be small things that make big change. You know, start with one thing, like what's one thing, one quality you want to balance. If it's dryness that's showing up in you, bring in more oil, you know, oil yeah. the skin, oil in the food, you know, good oil, like not seed oil, but good oil. Like ghee is also a beautiful antidote. If you like ghee. Coconut, yeah. Sunflower, coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, olive oil, avocado oil. Um, so work with like one of the qualities that is showing up most prevalent for you and start to balance it with the opposite. If it's lightness, bring in some heavy quality, heavy unctuous, you know, quality. If it's coldness, bring in some warmth. What's unctuous? Oil. Oil. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Sure. Um, So choose one of those qualities that might be expressing because like increases like. So if it's dry, light, cold, rough, subtle, mobile, or clear showing up, choose one. And then think of the opposite of it and bring that opposite quality in, you know, to into your AM or PM routine so that you can start to feel in better harmony, better balance, and better flow. And this season can serve you well with its wisdom and lightness and creativity that it has to offer. Because those yeah. are the things of Vata. Right. All the positive things about it, which is why it's so wonderful to be in balance with Vata during the Vata mm-hmm. season. 
It can be as yeah. much of a positive as anything. Agreed. So I think we've given people a little bit of some food for fodder and um, something to work with, we hope. Uh, and if you have any questions, always reach out to Sharon or I. We're happy to answer them. And uh, we hope this serves you well as you continue into uh, January and beyond. Uh, thank thank you. you for being with us, Sharon. Thank you. And uh, thank you all for being with us, listeners. We look uh, forward to next week and the Sunday show. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and Sharon, and we will see you next time. Exploring Pathways for Becoming Free, Authentic, and Your Beautiful Selves. Thank you.